<laughs> Welcome back to the Gen Z Hockey Podcast. You're listening. Uh, you're with your host Zahar and Lucas. Um, yeah. Uh, welcome back. This is, I think, episode 15. We actually have some news, so we'll talk about that, and then we'll talk about some other stuff later. Uh, before we get going, I just want everyone to know how one of these people is actually committed to this podcast because he actually spent money to make his equipment better for the better for listeners. Yeah. Okay. Committed. Yeah. I have Apple. <laughs> I have. <laughs> You have Apple what? I have Apple AirPods. I don't even need them because they're that good. Yeah. Uh, uh, I spent like 35 bucks on some mic, for, <laughs> mic on Amazon. <laughs> and uh, I just want to like shout out all the Amazon drivers. Like through all this time, everyone's ordering shit and uh, everyone, and they're just, um, they're, they're working hard to get us our stuff. So shout out to them. But we do have news. And thank God, because we need to talk about shit. We were really dragging for like some dirt the last couple of episodes just to find something to talk about. Um, okay, so how do you... Latinan? Is that how you pronounce his name? Yeah, yeah that's how... That's how... I think that's that's how that might not be the the correct way. It's gonna be the Canadian. It's gonna be the NHL way of saying it. Okay. So Miko Latinan signs uh, a one year entry level contract in Toronto worth nine hundred nine hundred fully um and is fully intended intends to jump into NHL's team's top six on the blue line next year. Uh. Oh, this is a quote from Kyle Dubas. Uh, for us, I think we were we want to really work towards his strengths and what he does best and fits that into our program. Uh, I agree with Miko 100% why it's a fit for us and him. It's the way that he plays and the way that he that we want to play. His ability to be a two-way defenseman. And then his former coach is uh, he played the defenseman more than 22 minutes per night and saw him explode from for 50 points in 60 games, the ha- sixth highest total of any player in the KHL. So this signing, I I admit I was I was very shocked. So I found this out after. Um, so this was Monday, I'm pretty sure Monday this came out. Yeah. So Monday morning, I went for a, I went for a run, uh, just to wake myself up. Came, uh, came home and it was the Leafs. It was the, it was the Leafs. Um, see what happens a lot is the Leafs break their news before a lot of other people do, before a lot of people break the news for them. Oh yeah, yeah. Which oh yeah, that's they're that's very... great. That's that's me. I know it piss. I know it like it'll piss off a lot of people in the in the media, and because that's their job. But that's what the organization should do. Like, yeah, they should know. They should let people know before anyone else knows. And yeah, yeah. I saw this. I think uh, on either the TSN or Sportsnet Instagram or uh, or Twitter, how he was, you know, how Miko Lettinen was, you know, committing to the NHL. How he was, you know, the top scoring defenseman, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Uh, in, in the KHL, and he was going to commit to going to the NHL, and I thought, wow, what a great, that would be a great fit for the Leafs. Leafs weren't even in any talks. They weren't even in any any you know, rumors that he could be going there, and just out of nowhere, what, boom, boom he's a Yeah, but from what I heard was he, his, everyone was saying Montreal. He's going to go to Montreal. 
Montreal, I heard the Rangers too. Yeah, because uh, I think I think he's friends with a lot of their Swedish players. Yeah, yeah, Finnish. Uh, they're Finnish, Finnish players. Um, and I was I was shocked that it was the Leafs. And yeah, <laughs> he's a he's a two way defenseman. I know the Leafs have a lot of that, and you and you look for a lot of you know your Jake Muzzins, your defensive defensemen. However, he's a guy, and we learned this year if someone goes down, that team was fucked. They were yeah. fucked. On yeah, the but he's coming into the league as the best defenseman, uh, like available, or that was available outside of the NHL. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what I read was off uh, Chris Johnson's uh, Sportsnet. I just want to let everyone know. Um, and for people that were saying that we have too much left-handed defensemen, he did play an entire season on the right side, and he's fine with playing either side. Um, uh, this is what he said during his interview. So it's not, um, I played in Sweden a whole season on, on the right side, so it's not important to me. Doesn't matter, right or left side, I'm okay with both. Actually, sometimes I like more right side. So this is, um, that's, that's a player who I would put on the right side if, if he's, if he seems to be comfortable, uh, to play on the right, on the right side. Now, you know, a left-handed on the right side, who's the coach that would hate that the most? Babcock. Exactly. And this would be, <laughs> and, and, you know, I don't think that this would be a, a signing if he was still here. So I saw something thrown out. Can't remember who it was. Uh, actually, who was, um, I think you actually retweeted it. Um, you yeah. You retweeted, yeah, from, I was, um, it was Sergey on, on, on Twitter. How he set up their he set up their um, the the Leafs defense I know. and he put he put Petra Angelo there. It's not gonna happen. But but something of like I don't know. Who's like a, okay? So I was just trying to like think of like the lineup that could look. So Riley Lettinen. Yes, I'm assuming. I don't I, I don't think you throw someone in. I don't think you throw someone in on the on the first. In their first year in the NHL, I don't think you put them on the first pair. I don't think you can just throw someone in like that. I would, I think they, okay, should, try, they should try Riley. They should try Riley like Muzzin or something for the for the first pair. They should really try that. Handed. Okay, Riley's played okay. right before. Riley has played right before. Yeah, true. Riley's played right before, and it's another thing of of people forget. I think you'll have forgotten how how important Morgan Riley is. Well, not how important he is, but how just how he makes this team so much better because he was gone for those eight weeks. You know, the one game he played before, before this all happened, the season got shut down. He, he was fantastic in the last game that they played. And yeah. And I, I would love to, they never tried him with Muzzin. I would love to. I As your, your first pair, your first pair, yeah. you want Justin, uh, Justin Hall. I, I was trying to make the list, and I kept, I knew who he was. I just forgot his name, and okay. I just, it just hit me now. I mean, maybe try Justin Hall on the first pair. Maybe. Uh, no. I don't, I, I don't know. See, I, I don't care. Dermot Hall. I don't Hall. care what you, Derm, Dermot Hall, final pair or second pair? Second pair. Second pair? And so then, this is what I'm thinking. Riley Muzzin, Dermot Hall, 
Sendune and uh, yeah. Lazenon. Mm-hmm. And then you, and then just I'm gonna guess you're gonna have to groom groom Lilligren. Well, are, yeah, Lilligren. I don't know. It's because Lethenden is like the the question mark. Because if he can play in the NHL, then he can move up to like first pairing. We're, you know what it's gonna you know what it's gonna be with it's what happened with with uh, Ilya Mikheyev. Ilya Mikheyev. He came he came over. Everyone just knew him as this big guy Babcock. Like he played he played in, in the preseason and was outstanding. So if Lethenden comes in, plays plays like that, yeah. plays an outstanding preseason and looks like a quality NHL defenseman. Then hey, that's that's your your third or fourth pair. But it's so yeah. it's so key that the Leafs got someone like him, especially as a cap strap team as they are. Someone yeah. like someone like him, you're only you're playing paying less than a million bucks. And it's it's such a it's such a low risk, high reward signing in the fact of of if he of if he doesn't work out, you can send him back you can send him to the you can send him to the AHL. You can send him to the you send him to the AHL. And the thing is, there's there's clause in in specific contracts like this, Nikita Zaitsev had that when he first came over. And certain clauses, if if your player doesn't work out and you send him to the AHL, he makes the decision if he wants to go back to the KHL or not. And yeah, if he exactly. goes back to the KHL, if he goes contract. back to the KHL, you don't you terminate their contract. And that's that's the low risk and the high reward that comes from it. And I I'm excited. I'm excited to have to see someone and have someone with his skill with his skill level that could potentially uh, help help this team. One thing I'm like worried about is that if he is really good, do they re-sign him? I know this is a year from now problem, but like if you're thinking about it, like if he is really good, can they re-sign him? Um. Uh, depends, Sahar. It's going to depend who's on the team. Yeah. It's, that's really going to depend. See the thing is, this guy, this guy, whether he makes the team or not, will only be playing forty. Okay, I don't know if the NHL is actually crazy and thinking we're going to start in December and play eighty-two games because that to me, that to me, you can't do. And we'll talk about that later. But whether whether he plays, whether they play a forty-something game season or the stupid eighty-two game season that they think that they're going to do. It's going to be a small sample size with this guy if they play 40-something games. And yeah. even if they play 82 games, I don't think he's going to play all of them. So you'll have, you know, give or take 40 to 60 games to see if this guy is a blur. And and you'll make your decision from there. I think, I th- like, I don't think he'll take, I think we'll know what kind of a player he is within, like, the first 20 to 25 games. Yeah. We yeah well that's hey it took took ten games for Cody Cece. <laughs> exactly so and I th- I think we give him a grace period because he's getting used to North American ice so what fifteen twenty games and he should be good and then after that is everything we we'll know what he is at that and point. I think I think Dubis will learn from what Lou Lamorella did with Zaitsev how he he had what he had that one good season and then just signed yeah. him to one of the worst contracts yeah yeah. I don't so, think Dubis. I don't even think Dubis can sign those kind of contracts. Oh, he can't. He, he exactly. Can't. Like, he can't physically can. sign. Um, and he'll he'll learn from that. Uh, and I think that 
this will be a good signing for the team. And if he and if he stays in, in, on the team and re and resigns, it'll have to be for something something cheap that they'll have to they'll have to yeah. have to agree to. Yeah. Um, I was watching some highlights with him, and he's a safe player. He's another forward that like. He's thick, bud. Is he thick? No, not thick, bud. He's. Yeah, he's a really good. He's a really good player, though. I mean, like his goal scoring and stuff was wild. Um, so another topic that came up this week was MLS has been in contact with Ontario about Toronto hosting NHL games. Uh, Dougie Ford. Wait, you uh, said, they've been. In, wait, did you say MLS? Yeah. Has been in contact. Oh, oh no no oh Ontario. okay. I thought, okay, MLSC is what you meant, right? Oh, sorry. MLSC. Oh, my God. Thank you. I got fries. <laughs> you lucky bastard. No, I, what do you say? I thought you meant, like, MLS. I was, like, like, sorry. like MLSC? TFC? <laughs> MLSC? Okay. What are fries? This is so weird. Um, oh, no, yeah, I saw that. So, MLSC has uh, been in contact, in contact with Ontario about uh, hosting Toronto hosting NHL games. Uh, Premier Doug Ford said that they've been in contact. They're coming up with a game plan, the NHL as a whole. Uh, they uh, haven't really diverged anything else um, else as of yet, but we have had conversations. So they're just they're because just a, they're just talking about it. They're just talking talks, about it. Yeah. Now, Which means it's good because previously they haven't been talking. They've just had their own plan and they've just been sitting on it. But now that they're talking, it looks like um we're gonna get NHL probably back um back you know there, there were a hundred There are leagues already open up. There are leagues already yeah. opening up. Yeah, the German league so the Bundesliga. Bundesliga, yeah. The German Soccer League open, reopened. Um, NBA, and the NBA is going to open facilities so, on Friday. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was just going to read that. Um, yeah. So the NBA is opening facilities that, like, the facilities that have given the thumbs up by, by like, the government to be like, yeah, this, yeah. this is a good place. They're opening those facilities. I don't think, I don't think that um, the Raptors are one of those facilities. But the fact that they're opening up facilities is is, is your thumb is your yeah. is, a, is good to see, and I think you, I'm I'm gonna be honest, like I'm trying not to get excited, but I'm I'm getting too excited, and with with this, it's I claps to everyone, claps to everyone that's been that's been staying inside and keeping with the rules. Claps yeah, to yeah. That's that's what I that's what I'm thinking, and and with uh with the German league opening up, we'll. We'll get some soccer. <laughs> like we'll get something. Thank God, because I'm losing it. Yes, me too. <laughs> hey, this hey, this will be the first time in our lifetimes that we could watch the Leafs in in July. Watch the Leafs after April. <laughs> this is gonna be the first time in everyone's <laughs> life that we can watch the Leafs after April. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And uh, yeah, so that's 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 very that's that's good news and. We'll see. We'll see what the NHL what the NHL is doing. You know, the NHL they're usually last to the party. They're just kind of doing what everyone else does, and yeah. we'll see. We'll see what they do. Now, I don't know how the NHL thinks it's a good idea to start next year in December 
and play 82 games because that I've heard. Yeah, I I don't even know how that's going to work. They'll have to do like back-to-back-to-backs like the AHL does. But that's crazy. Which physically for the players, it's going to be re- like they're not going to be able to handle that. Because some players have, have never chills. done that. Some, some yes. players have never done the triple thing. Like Matthews went straight from uh, the Swedish or Switzerland? Wait. Switzerland. Huh? Swiss, Swiss League where they play like 82 games. Like I swear, I think it's just like us where they don't have like triple games. From that to the NHL, like William Nylander played in the Marlies for a bit, so he gets it. But then no one else like does that. Uh, I don't think I don't think Mitch Marner. I don't think the OHL does that. Um, it would, it wouldn't think su- so. It wouldn't surprise me if they did because the OHL is in a bit in a bit like very very shady. But I I don't think that the OHL does that. And yeah, uh, yeah that's. That's that's insane. Like that's that's too that's too much. If you want to start in December, that's fine. Have like sixty games, you know. Yeah. Have have six have you know fifty five sixty games, and see fifty by by point sixty in an eighty two game season, you pretty much know who's making the playoffs, right? Yeah. Like that's and. Well, like for the last those, like three years. Teams, those teams last, usually make the playoffs. Whoever's in the playoffs fought by game 60. But, like, for the last two years where the Leafs lost to the Bruins, um, they've been, like, they knew where they're, like, where they're going to be in the playoffs in December. Exactly. Not even the season. Exactly. So, I think it would make more sense to play 60-some-odd games or 50-some-odd 50 games from December to, to, you know, first week of April like they like it normal like it normally and yeah. I think that those would be sixty games is a good is a good way to know like oh wh- who's making the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. We'll see about that. Apparently, yeah. the draft is happening uh, beginning of June, so then we might get hockey in July or mid June. We'll see how that goes. Hopefully, as soon as possible. Um, do you want to talk about the whole draft thing? anything in the world is how the NHL when it comes to conditional picks when it comes to conditional picks the NHL is just kind of be like oh we'll decide it for you so yeah so like they're being they're being will be the compensation what what that's something like they're always going to be the bad guy in any situation they're going to get put into They're going to be the bad guy. I understand they have to be the bad guy, but the thing is, that's not even... You can be the bad guy, but at least have it make some sense. This makes no sense whatsoever. You can't just be like... So, I'll take the Leafs Leafs trade, for example. So, the condition was, if Campbell wins six games, or if the Leafs re-sign Kyle Clifford. At this point, neither has happened. (laughs) At this point, neither has happened. So, if neither of them happened, will the NHL just be like... But by June, like okay, neither of them happened, so you, so it's your so you know you're just gonna have a third. Well, well, the season didn't end. Well, uh, well, hmm. How about we give you? Uh, I know, like third and a uh, leaf six, and then the Leafs could be like, wait, what did we do wrong? Yeah, exactly. One thing that, that like um, that I don't know if this would be dumb, 
but can't they just move all the picks till next year? No. No, you can't do that. You, you, can't. you, can't, you can't do that because then you'd have... <laughs> then you, do you want to have two drafts in one year? No, you just... Everyone was... So every, oh, no. They, did, they traded stuff last year. For yeah. next year, sorry. Yeah, I, I would exactly. just, like, swap them, but... Everyone, no. They already no. traded... 2022s already, so whatever. Never mind. Yeah, like, yeah, you couldn't do that. But just, I don't know how the NHL would make that, would make any of them fair, is really what I'm saying. Yeah, um, teams would get, like, half the teams would get short end of the stick, and the other teams would get, like, good sides of the stick. And yes. yeah. it would make, it makes no, it makes no sense whatsoever. I, I hate it. I hate it. Because um, they're, because they're just screwing over. They're screwing over teams that shouldn't be screwed over. Well, can't they just do, like, the points percentage thing makes the most sense to me is they do points I'm percentage. Not talk, I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about that. I'm just talking about oh, conditions, yeah, yeah, okay. conditions yeah, that yeah, haven't yeah. been met. Like, though the condition hasn't been been met because of the stoppage of the season, okay. they're just going to pull whatever yeah, competition yeah, yeah. out of their okay. ass. And one team's going to be like, but that screws us over. Well, suck it up. And because because if I'm if I'm the Kings, I'm being like, dude, what did we do wrong? And then the Leafs can complain that they're taking away their pick for not a valuable pick. Do you know what I'm saying? Like it's so like it's everything's. I don't know. But hey, if, if we're gonna be honest, if the Leafs don't get rid of that second round pick, they can trade it with Captain or Janssen and get and get that right-handed defenseman. Yeah. Uh, we have to start refilling our um, our younger players, so we have to have st- start having some picks in the draft because we have to get more Janssens and Kapanins. We have to find those in the draft. Nick Robertsons. Yeah, I mean more people than just Nick Robertson because from like from what people are saying, we don't really have that deep of a prospect pool because all of our deep prospects are on the team now. Yeah. So we have to start refilling it so that we can be like the Lightning where we just, or the Penguins where we just start swapping out guys for yes. guys. Yeah. Well, see, the thing with the Penguins is the Penguins team is just like their guys are so good that they could just, you can just put Brian Russ with Sidney Crosby and he gets 20 and 25 goals. Yeah. You can put, we have those good players too. Yeah. You have Tavares. Yeah. So we should be at that already. It's just a matter of, you know, oh, Oh, we have to oh trading these people. Like yeah. Like imagine Nick Robertson playing on a line with Austin Matthews. Nick Robertson is no questions getting whatever 20, 30 yeah. goals. Yeah, so yeah. or I I don't really know the Marlies as well as my my friend my friend knows them pretty well. But that's that's just what they have to do. Like that's how that's how the Penguins win, that's how the Blackhawks won. Yeah. And that's that's what the Leafs have to do, and I've been saying I've been saying that for years. And I know, like, it's not that Kyle Dubas doesn't know that. Kyle, yeah. Hey, and the thing is, like, Dubas was the AGM of the Marlies for, God, like, uh, I want to say three, four years, some, something like that. No, 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 no. Sorry, he was the GM of the Marlies for three, three or four years, and the AGM yeah. of the Leafs for so many years. Yeah, so yeah, he yeah. knows he knows how to develop people. That's not yeah, the problem. So. Problem that, is just getting guys to like come or to be in the like to, to have guys in the Marlies. That's the problem. Yeah. 
And so, you know, you hit on you hit on draft picks, you miss on draft picks, and I and it looks like and it leaves so far I've had a pretty good drafting record. Yeah. Um okay. Uh is that done with Leafsock? Because I have something that could be do you have, a bit do, you have, do you have other hockey stuff or or not at Yeah, all? I have hockey okay, stuff. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, so I just saw this article on Sportsnet and Wayne Gretzky picks two current players he'd want as teammates. Can you guess those two players that he says? Okay, I'm going to guess one's Connor McDavid. Okay. Who's the other guy? Was I right? Yeah. Okay. Who's the other guy? Okay, so here's um, here's here's the players he'd like to play with, but um, and they include the people he chose as teammates. Sidney Crosby, Austin Matthews, Mitch Marner, Alexander Ovechkin, Connor McDavid, and Leon Dreisaitl. Okay. I I, I see that. It's, dude, they're fucking yeah, fantastic. They're fucking fantastic yeah, they're all, players. Like, they're who all would, good fucking players, yeah. Who would, want, who would want to play with them? Like, So it's... Um, I'm assuming it's... Black... Oh yeah. So ch- choose your choose your uh, who's the player that he chose like the other guy. So him, Connor McDavid, and is it no one from that list you just said? It is. It is someone from the list. My bad. Uh, it is someone from that list. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Ovi. Holy shit! You're right. That's joke. I thought you'd say Sidney Crosby. Um, yeah. That's what he said. Uh, he said that. Um. For me, probably Connor because of his speed, he would open up the ice, and Ovechkin because if we get him the puck, you know he's going to hit the hit the net or at least have a chance to score. Those two guys uh, would be a uh, fun to play with, and that was a good question. Complimentary so, question, people. So, so with Ovechkin chasing chasing Gretzky, I, you know what, I think I think he's gonna do it. I think Ovechkin's gonna do it, cause his his production doesn't slow down no matter how old he is. Uh, Ovechkin. Honestly, if we had a normal season, I think he'd have like a higher chance. But because of these wonky seasons and like this weird like whole coronavirus thing, I think it's gonna be harder for him to chase that. Uh, I I thought that too. However, players like him play till they're forty, and I think Ovechkin's yeah. I think Ovechkin's just gonna play. I, Ovechkin said, "Like if I passed him, like I like I could I could retire. Like yeah. <laughs> like that's a joke. That's a joke. Because but, he has everything. He won the Stanley Cup, and all he wants is just um I that was, record. I was cheering for that team so hard that year. I was like, not like 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 once the Leafs once the Leafs got got kicked out, I was cheering for the for the Capitals so hard. Oh yeah yeah. Why were yeah? It's because yo." You know, if Vegas would have, won, I was cheering for Winnipeg, but then Winnipeg lost, so then I had to start cheering for, um, for Vegas? the Capitals. Oh, okay. Because I didn't want Vegas to win. Me you know, neither. if Vegas would have, you know, if Vegas would have won, Las Vegas as a city would go bankrupt, because the odds were like five hundred to one. So for every dollar you put, you get five hundred five hundred like uh, times that. Is that how it works? I think so. Yeah. So people are like betting big on like winning the on them winning the Stanley Cup. 
which would be pretty jokes. Okay, it it um, would have been think- it would have been funny, but it would have been funny, but I I was I was so happy to see them win because I was such a big I was such a big Loveshkin fan, and what pissed me off for so long was oh he's not a great player because he hasn't won a cup. And yeah. then he finally and then he finally won. And I remember like there was someone in like some like there was someone in like the American media who was like, Oh, does he now does he now go to like, you know, all star greatest player of all time stat- status? No, he's only he, he can only be that. No, no, they said no, he can't be that until he wins multiple Stanley Cups. <laughs> no, that's stupid. That's that's bullshit. No, that's, you all you need is one your belt and you can be legend like like legend status legendary legendary sure let's go with that um um that's really done for the hockey stuff sports stuff nothing else really happened um i did watch a couple shows mm-hmm. so what did, have you been watching let's, so i've been i've been on a, i've been on a trilogy spree if we'll call it i just watched uh i watched the dark knight trilogy uh, a few days ago, a few days ago, I watched Dark Knight Rises, finished it. Uh, I just watched Fellowship of the Ring and Two Towers, and I'm going to watch my extended edition of Return of the King, uh, which is the four-hour two-disc edition. Oh, okay. Um, and after that, I'm probably going to watch uh, the Star Trek trilogy. And I've been, I watched, uh, last night, I watched The Last Dance with my dad, the recent two episodes. Uh, have you, have you watched it yet? No. I haven't gotten out of that. You I've suck. Been wi- I've been, I've wi- been watching murder at, uh, like, criminal documentaries and stuff like that. So I, I'll start watching it. Um, I saw the trailer today in the morning and I'm like, I, I have to sit down and watch it because everyone's telling it's, me to watch it. It's and, really good. It's really good. Yeah. Like How much Kobe, episodes like have been re- released already? Six. Six? Okay. I'll binge Kobe, that today. Kobe was, in, Kobe, Kobe was in the beginning of episode five and I almost cried. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, I've been just watching the uh, I've been watching the Office obviously, and I uh, <laughs> I've been trying to get into the into the Good Place with Kristen Bell, um, and um, I'm pretty sure, yeah that's that's pretty much it uh, yeah that's pretty much all I've, all I've been watching. Yeah, true. So I've been watching Manhunt, Manhunt, Unabomber, on Netflix. It's about the Unabomber. Uh, it tells like both sides of the of the story of like the whole situation surrounding that um if you like thrillers and like it's it's not a documentary it's like a show based on true events so it's it kind of works like a documentary but it's like just following the main characters um uh it's a good show it's really entertaining the acting is on point and if you want to go watch that go check it out and the confession killer is a documentary about the guy, a guy that confesses to over 600 murders, and wow, and he, but but they have no proof of him being at any of the murder scenes. It's there's a lot of twists to that show, um, a lot of stuff happens, and um, and yeah, go check it out. It's not really sad, but like kind of sad, um, and so yeah. That's have really... you ha, have you watched? Because I heard a lot of people say like they they watch Don't F with Cats. Have you seen it? 
Yeah, I've seen it. I haven't, but I've heard that it's like it's like out of this world, it's, like crazy. Yeah, the shit he does is fucked up. But like, Edibica, I don't know if you know that, but I don't. Guy. Okay, so there's one of the like guys that's searching for him, or like trying to track him down. Is an American from like like Texas or somewhere, and then he pronounces Etobico Edibica. <laughs> What? Yeah. And so the guy so the guy that was killing everyone or the the guy that killed the cat killer, he lived down Okay, so I'm on like I'm like 15 not even 15 minutes away. Like 5 minute drive from where he lived in his apartment. Oh wow, I didn't even know he was Canadian. I didn't in know the he was Canadian. They show like the whole gat intersection where his apartment lives. That that's basically down the street from my house. That's crazy. I didn't even yeah, know he was Canadian. Yeah, he was Canadian. He's a freaking psychopath. He killed the guy in Montreal. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's, yeah. No, Etobicoke is like, uh, like, I grew up in Oakville, but Etobicoke is basically like my other my other home because, like, all my extended family's there. Yeah, yeah. So I probably I probably would have known. I probably would have known, like, everywhere everywhere he was. Yeah, I don't know. No, it was, it was funny how they pronounce Etobicoke. But the documentary... Like, without talking spoilers, the documentary is, like, the documentary itself is filmed really well and, like, made really well. But, like, some of the stuff that they, like, talk about is kind of, like, dumb. Hmm. Do you want, like, spoiler alert? But, like, they're, like, at the end of it, they're, like, oh, are are you watch like, did you cause this by watching this documentary? I, I saw that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I and then I'm, something. like, I'm, like. You guys are the ones that tried to catch him, and you guys kept giving giving him attention. How is that our fault? We're just watching the documentary. That is, and then, yeah, that, that, I hate shit like that. I hate it. It's like, are you the problem for watching? It's like, no, yeah. I'm not. I love how <laughs> you're the problem for making this. I love how they're guilt tripping you into feeling bad because because you you're just watching a documentary that they made for us. And then they're like, why are you guys watching it? Why are you guys watching this thing that we made for you? And yeah, that's, that's about it. Um, yeah. I hate, I hate that more than, I hate that more than you, more than you know. It's because, like, it's, are you with the problem? No. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is, yeah, I, I don't know. Um, so what are some, what are some things that I could sh- that I should check out? Because I uh, that I should check out like on Netflix if I should, if like some things that you've okay. watched. That I haven't. Let's go down sitcoms or just comedy shows. Yeah. How have you met your mother? Uh, how how I met it. your mother? Seen all, you've seen all of it. It's great. So I love great. it. Barney so Stinson is the best. What a legend. Um, can we be honest? He is a legend. One of the great. You know the most. Yo, you know what I found out that oh, he's man. like the or. Like what I what I found out back in the day is that he's like the actor's um Neil Patrick Harris. Patrick. Yeah, Neil Patrick is gay, but he plays the most straight guy yes. in the world in that show. And the thing it's is, kind of, it's kinda kinda of funny that kind of funny that a gay guy plays the straightest guy ever. And that's it's, you know you know why that's that's great? It's called acting. It's called acting. Yeah, I know. And Neil Patrick Harris, he never play, he never plays characters that are over, that are like that are like super super gay. He always plays straight characters. Yeah. And like that, that really shows like how great of how great of an actor he is. 
And yeah. I think I just think that's so great how like how he's like he's a gay he's a gay actor, but he plays the yeah, straight yeah. he plays like super straight guy who like womenizes and shit. It's literally like it's like if Charlie Sheen was was gay and played and played Charlie yeah, yeah. That that to me that to me is is just top notch acting, and that's why Barney's the best. Yeah, yeah. Um, if you want a British docu uh, British show, Bad Education's pretty funny. It's just about a teacher that has to just deal with issues of his students and all the dumb shit to do. Should I watch Sex, sex Education? Yes! Watch Sex Education! Okay, I'll tell you I've a story it's... about this. So, I've seen, like, half the first episode. It just looks like a bunch of people just trying to fuck each other. It's... Okay, so every opening scene of each episode is them someone banging. Yo, That's the first episode, that was... There was something yeah, there. It's hilarious. <laughs> okay, so let me tell you a funny story. So uh, I was sitting in class. I was in the back. <laughs> listen, listen. It's not me. It's not about me. It is about me. Um, I was sitting in the back row. Uh, I was sitting beside my friend, and then a girl and some guy came up and just sat beside us because we were in the back row, and then everyone likes sitting in the back row for some reason. And then she was thing, and then she opens up her Netflix. And then has sex education playing, and then I, I'm sitting there and I can't stop laughing because I already saw the show. And then she's like, "Oh yeah, this is my first time watching it." And then we like start talking, and I I can't stop laughing because like every once in a while there's like this like really inappropriate scene that shows up, and you should not be watching this in class. Was it this and year? Yeah, was it like this year? It was first year in university, and then yeah, second semester. And then I'm sitting there. And then I'm just laughing, and I can't stop laughing. And then, because she's watching the show, and then we, like, start talking about it. And then, eventually, she finishes the show, and it was just hilarious. That's and... funny. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, oh, my God. Thing. I, I've um, watched, like, my sister My sister told me to watch it. And I've heard that, like, I've heard it's good, but it's just another thing of, like, I don't know, like, it's just kind of, I, sh- I, sh- I should watch it because, like, it's, I know it's good. But I just I don't want to get creeped out at the fact of like I'm watching just a bunch of te- a bunch of teenagers go at it. Oh, it's not like during like the it's only the opening scene. There's nothing really bad for the rest. Of, like it's like you don't see any like sex scenes that like explicit or whatever. Like it's very like PG thirteen, not PG thirteen. No, it's like, not. <laughs> no, it's, it's not. not. <laughs> it's like a clean like. Clean rated R. Do you get what I'm saying? Okay, 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 okay. Like it's something, and then just them like dealing with their like sex life and stuff like that. I don't know. Yo, Otis's mom's hot as fuck. Everyone says that. Or I was watching a podcast or listening to something, and then they had the same opinion, and I I don't see that. Is you don't see it? No. Oh, she's hot, dude. I don't see it. Um, yeah, I, I don't see it. It's a good show. It's pretty jokes. Um, have you have you watched The Good Place with Kristen Bell? The Good Place? No. You I'm because... I, I'm a, I'm four episodes in and I'm actually really liking it. Oh, and another thing. Modern Family just came to Netflix and I am ex- I so amped because I can tell all my friends to go watch it. True. It's one of the probably best comedy of uh, probably the best comedy of the decade. It's yeah, so, it's so funny. See, the issue with that is that it's eleven seasons, and 
I don't know if I could binge 11 seasons. Like, that's a struggle. It's There's only eight seasons on Netflix, on Netflix, and I'm sure, like, the, oh. the, the next ones will come out. But yeah, yeah. There, it's so – no, you have to watch it. Just watch the first season. Just watch the first season because okay. it's so great. Uh, what what else have I been watching? Uh, I've been rewatching Brooklyn Nine Nine because why not? Oh yeah, I saw the newest episode that they added to um to Netflix. It's a yeah. great joke. I like it. Wait, is there a new, wait is there a new season seven episode? Or is it just? Uh, no, I was just oh, watching okay. season seven because I didn't. Yeah, 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 yeah. By the way, so, um, how does it end? Spoiler alert. Because I haven't finished it and I kind of just want to know how it ends. The last episode, of Brooklyn, <laughs> the last episode of Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yeah. They just have yeah, the kids. Yeah, season seven. They just have the kids. Oh. But does Captain when does Captain Holton get back? Oh, he gets back like later. Like, like he'll get he'll get back like midway through the season. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, that's good. Have you ever watched okay, I watched uh Uncut Gems. I watched half yeah. of it. So overrated. Yes. Yes. So Uncut overrated. Gems so overrated. I Okay, so I I don't know how people like because there's a guy there's a guy in my film class and a guy uh, he was I think he was in our English class, um, who yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. so, so this, he keeps saying yeah. how like oh which, oh Adam Sandler should have been nominated for Oscars this movie okay. got dubbed so, it's okay okay so my thing is I watched half the movie and then I skipped to the last ten minutes and I felt like I missed nothing it's it's okay like it's the show is about nothing. Like the movie, the movie, the whole, you mean? The movie, sorry. The movie is about nothing. Like nothing yeah. happens. It's just him walking just from him destination A to B, swindling destination people. from A to B, swindling people, and just talking and trying to get his gem back. And what an idiot for giving that basketball player the gem. Can't why would enough. you do that? Yeah. Like, why? Like, it's so stupid. I hate it. Because and he it, needed, because apparently he needed the Celtics ring. He needed the Celtics ring. You didn't need it. You could have just literally sold the rock, bought the ring. Yes. You had it. Like, I don't understand why you did that. And then. Like, I don't get how people are saying it's like a mass. It's one of these, you know, underrated masterpieces. It's overrated. I watched, I, I, I've I, watched I, half I, of it and I don't even know if I'm going to watch the rest of it. Adam Sandler is really good at it. He's really good at it. Oh, like that's not that's we're not taking that away from him. But the movie itself, the way it's like shot and everything, it's not Oscar like Oscar it's caliber not at all. And after watching it, I'm like, thank God it didn't win an Oscar because if it would have won an Oscar and I'd rewatch it, I'd be like, why the f- did they give this to an Oscar? Like I'd be so confused. And um, I thought yeah, the Irishman well, should have should have won at least something, but it didn't win anything. No, the Irishman was too long. Okay, well, you want that's why it's on Netflix, so you can pause it and watch it in, in different pieces. Like that's, yeah, that's so I don't think that that excuse of it's too long should actually matter. It's on Netflix. No, no, no. It is three and a half hours because it can't because you it's because it's on Netflix. Watch half yeah, of it. Then, watch the other half of it. That's what I did. Again, Uncut Gems feels like it's six hours. Yes, and it's not. It's like two two hours or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So. I, I got an easier. I had an easier time watching the Irishman, which was three and a half hours long. But no, Uncut Gem is not as good as everyone's saying it is. It's so overrated. 
It's so overrated. And thank God it didn't win an Oscar. Who, wait, who won or the Oscar? Uh, uh, Parasite. Right, Parasite. Have you seen Parasite? I haven't. I haven't seen. I should it's though. It's really good. Actually, wait. Do you want me to spoil you Uncut Gems? This episode is full of spoilers. This is great. All right, fine. It's not like I don't really care anymore. He dies. Oh, it's him who dies. Okay, because I heard someone dies. Adam Sandler's character dies. All right. I think I heard. I heard before, like, oh, Howard, I like Howard dies, but I hadn't heard. I hadn't heard the movie, or I hadn't. I hadn't seen the movie, and then when I when I heard that his character was Howard, I was like, oh, I think I think he's the one who gets shot. So okay. But just I don't not I wasn't a fan. I'm halfway through this thing. Not even I. I don't even know if I want to watch it. I'm. Yeah, yeah. I don't even know. Yeah. Have you have you ever seen have you ever seen the ranch on Netflix? With Ashley yeah. Kutcher. Okay. Yeah. yeah. yeah it's uh, if if you haven't seen it, it's a fantastic show. It's really funny. It's really thing, really funny. It's really funny, but one thing I don't like is the set design in that show. And just the, the set, set in design? general. Yeah, like just how the I don't like how the show is shot. Do you get what I'm saying? Like I I'm talking like such a like the ranch the right? ranch itself. The ranch no, it itself. Just, like. The set, like, set and, like, how it's, like, where they're acting. That's what I don't like. Like, I don't like how, like, I don't like how it looks. Like, yeah. It's, that's such a film study student thing to say, but I just don't like, I don't like how it, like, is shot. You know what I'm saying? I guess. I just watch it for the, for the comedy because it's really funny. It's really funny and everything. Like, I can't take that away. But, like, like on the other hand, like, Brooklyn Nine-Nine is on sets. But it's a yeah. lot like less noticeable. Yeah, than... it's on sets. And yeah, yeah. the thing is, uh, why I love why I love watching uh, Chicago Fire and PD is because it's because they shoot on sites. They don't shoot on sets. They shoot in yeah. the heart of, in the heart of the city. Yeah. And yeah. that's why that's why I think it's that's why that's why it, it has I a like, little bit more re- realism to it, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I like uh, FBI. If you've heard of that oh, show, you watch, you watch FBI. Yeah, yeah. Right. So that show I like because it's like very like downtown New York and it's very like realistic and stuff. So that's a good yeah. show to watch. There was a uh, one of the one of the characters on PD was on the the final episode of season two. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I think that's it. Yeah. Um, ran out of things to talk about. So I'm gonna have to start binging shows so we can have something to talk about. Um, so uncut gems, most overrated thing in, of the of the past year. Overrated. That's gonna be the title. Uncut. Overrated. Yes. And I love how we have we have real Leafs news, but we're gonna call it uncut gems. That's gonna be great. Uh, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, check out all the other episodes because of quarantine, you can't really do anything. So listen to all the other episodes. Thanks for uh, checking us out, guys. Bye. See you next.